Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Stop. A little baby. Oh, baby. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Love is like a ball, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it stop. Make it stop. We're going to go. up your head and make it stop. My little baby. We're going to go. We're going to make it stop. 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 I wanted Rickety to do a tick, saxophone tick, solo, but I don't know how you do that with your with your face. <laughs> <laughs> you did a pretty good job. All right. Was that not a real saxophone? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was... I heard a real sax. <sighs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another uh, episode of Make It Stop. Bad music. Good times. Uh, <laughs> I'm Heather Mack, and I'm a little bit day drunk. Uh, I'm Mike Dunn, and I'm, I'm pretty sober. I had a beer. I'm... Also, Mike Dunn, and, I, and no. I'm also day drunk. No. I'm Brian, and I'm not drunk. I had a beer, though. I guess one beer. Sorry. I woke up this morning like with. Got yourself a gun. 
with the like full and complete understanding that I had to spend at least an hour of said morning <laughs> listening to uh, Dave Matthews Band. The first time I've ever listened through to a Dave Matthews Band album. Really? Maybe even a Dave Matthews Band song, to Dave be Matthews. honest, because I don't think they, I don't think I ever made it through one of those. They um, used to play that's them not on the true. radio all the time. Yeah, you must have accidentally heard at least no, one. No, I mean, I, I, I intentionally, right? so like, I told you guys, like, I've, like, recently hanging out with my dad when he was um, giving me suggestions <laughs> for, like, all of the terrible 70s uh, artists that we need to skewer, uh, of which mm-hmm. I have a long list now. He <laughs> is just, like, a an instinctive, like, hater of, all, like, so much music. And mm. I very, very, very much remember any time, uh, you know, that fucking Dave Matthews came on the radio that my dad instinctively started <laughs> instantly making fun of it and turning it off mid-song. So like, I don't think I ever made it through. Like, even right. even in the 90s? and Even in the 90s. Okay. Oh, my God, absolutely. Absolutely, hundred percent, thousand percent. Are you See, your father's daughter? I fucking after all, mo- I'm a mother father. Are you your mother's father? <laughs> well, I am a mother father. She is now that you are officially no longer our dad. I know. I am uh, Brian. Okay, so estranged let's... father of the pod. I'm back. He's back. <laughs> we should um, introduce you. Although you need no introduction, you are the most returned guest on Make yes. It Stop history. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm beloved. The f- yeah. the friendliest friend of the pod. The friendliest friend of the pod. Uh, Brian Melanson is here with us. Yes. Today. <laughs> yes. Not I, as our father, but as our friend. Yeah. Uh, what a we really need. A biological friend. <laughs> a blood friend. A husband in the sheets and a father in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Coming well, in hot it. with that. That's fucking nonsense is what it is. That's why we have That's you why back. I'm, here. <laughs> I'm Brian and I am here. Is this oh, podcast man. fun to listen to? Because it's definitely fun to make, I'll mm-hmm. say. I've also, like I said, day drunk. Yeah. I don't know. We were walking around um, my my now hometown of Everett and going to the local, the fermentation district is what they call it. And basically, it's a bunch of places that make semi-decent beer. And I drink a lot of it. is good. Okay. But speaking of breweries and speaking of getting drunk in the middle of the day, because this is, it's actually quite appropriate. Can I I'm in the correct state of mind to really segue us into the topic of the day, which is Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews and his... Eponymous band. Dave Matthews Bland. Well, all right. Real quick before we get into Dave Matthews Band, because there's a lot of ground to cover. (laughs) Is there? There isn't, but we'll cover it. There isn't a lot of ground to cover, but there's a lot of... Us. Time you know to it's cover gonna, that ground. It's gonna take two hours, so no it's matter gonna what, happen. No matter what, guys. So I, real... actually, I actually am working on a fucking deep theory, also, <laughs> and have been all morning. So, well, there will be content. I'll tell you that right now. In the meantime, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Lil Be the Bass God. Yeah, we do. We have to do that. That's correct. We saw Heather and I. We went to go see Lil B a, a few days ago. We did. And Heather, the hater, <laughs> listen, had a great time. Okay, listen, I was not truly a hater. If you listen back to the episode, mm. I gave I gave quite a few allowances to Lil B, including like primarily the biggest allowance being that I support his unique brand of non toxic masculinity, right. and I am like overjoyed by the amount of of pure like joy and a lack of restraint that he brings to 
uh, you know, his live performances. It's and, a real and, talent. That's and, a real thing. And I did not, I did not take that away from him in the episode. Okay, I might have judged him harshly based on the music that was recorded to record, which is what is my job, the power <laughs> vested in me as a fucking internet, you know, idiot critic. But I <laughs> will say that I kind of lost sight of the larger picture of Lil B, which is that he is a joy and a delight. He truly is a power of good in this world, in a world that needs that desperately. So I I was overwhelmed with positivity and joy. I mean, the the refrain of the Lil B concert was, I love life, I love life, I love life. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy, like that, is yeah. I was behind these two people in line who came up to get their photo with the base god and they went up to Lil B and they said I've been listening to you since you were ten, since I was 10 years old Ugh. and they were talking about how like he Lil B saved their life Ugh. there were people in line yes. talking about like Lil B like actually saving their we're lives we're talking about in line like uh, literally waiting. after the show ended he just stayed on stage and let as many people as wanted to Come up and meet him and talk to him and take pictures with it him. Was He's the real so deal. Precious. He was. He's and, the real deal. And we, these assholes. I love. just, yeah. I walked up to him and at first I was like, "Oh man, let's do a video and we'll have him shout out the podcast." Um, and then Mike Dunn told me that on um, that will be when we had tagged him in our post about the will be episode of the show um, that he did not retweet us and that that is a big deal in the will be universe because yeah. he always retweets everyone. Oh, I was like, no. I literally can't, I can't do it. Like I can't go up to him and I can't do that anymore. Well, I you're just smart have to tell not to, him. He would curse you. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe you, he would. Yeah, will be will. Maybe curse he would. You. Fuck. Exactly. I, I he's forgiven my sin. You're coming around. I'm here to forgive his, like, which is the lack of editing and just the, like, proliferation of complete and total nonsense. But you know what? If it's delivered with the authenticity, you know, the sheer joy that he presents his art with, we need more of that in the world. And there was no other way. I was, I was wrong. Pure, pure joy every day. Every day. Yeah, let me tell you what I don't fucking forgive. Dave is in town, everybody. Come on, Dave. Hey, you guys going to see Dave this weekend? Oh, my God. That's what they would say. You guys that- gonna, hey, you guys going to catch Dave this weekend? He, uh, does, he is one him. of those. He's in that rarefied air of artists who are known just by their first name. It's yeah, like Dave. Dave, Bruce, who else? Bruce. Like, yeah. Ozzy. <laughs> Ozzy, yeah. We're talking about Dave Matthews Band. I cannot fucking wait to talk about Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I, am, I have been chomping at the bit for fucking hours to speak on this. That topic. is the most passionate I have ever heard anybody <laughs> speak about Dave and Matthews and his band. <laughs> oh, not me. For me, Dave Matthews Band was a was a joke. Like I said, my dad my dad made fun of them um constantly. The space between when it would come out, it was just um a song that was an inside joke about my gap tooth. We made fun of Dave Matthews Band <laughs> all the time. Um and then my I think that also throughout high school I was reading a lot of Dr. David Thorpe uh, your music sucks. Your music sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. And I would read all those articles that would uh, make fun of Radiohead and Dave Matthews Band, and you know a whole bunch of other bands that a lot of people found to be popular. Right. And I decided that that was my identity was going to be going against all of that. And here um, we are. And bum, here bum, we bum. are to 
day. Like, that's literally it. Like, that was the genesis. So I hated Dave Matthews Band before I even heard a full song. Which From the Which I think might have just been yesterday or this morning. So for me, in elementary school, wow. when I was in elementary school, I lived actually in a pretty... Uh, I was, like, the, the poorest kid in a wealthy town. And by poorest kid, I mean, like, I was, like, regular middle class. Must have been hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know... It, can I say you're brave right now? It is, it is weird to have your classmates <laughs> in fifth grade asking you how much your parents' cost house cost, you know, but that was just the norm out there Oof. in Wayland. Oof. Um, and growing up in Wayland, you know, like, I, I was the eldest in my family, but I had a lot of friends with older brothers, and, like, Dave Matthews Band was the older brother band of choice. So all of my friends trying to emulate their older brothers, we all got in Dave Matthews Band in, like, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade. I had Crash. But yeah. by the time I got to middle school, I was not into Dave anymore. and um, Smartened up by middle? Smartened up, yeah. Smartened I was up. way more into corn. <clears throat> you know how it goes. Do you want to hear my Dave history? I really yeah, do, let's yeah. Hear it. Okay, so when I was a young man, before I was a young man, when I was a boy, my mom has like, I would say like 20 CDs, and two of them were Dave Matthews band CDs. So we had Under the Table and Dreaming. Is that the yeah. name of the CD? Yeah. yeah. That's the one where the cover is like that swing. Thing. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. It's you know like the, the, it's like a, the ru- carnival, a carnival ride. ride. Yeah. yeah, and then the other one is was Crash was the other one that my mom had. So I've listened to both those albums many, many, many times, and like just I don't know. I never really thought about them. I guess I thought they were like I thought all like all music was like that for a while. Because <laughs> in my house we didn't listen to tons of like variety. We had Jack Johnson. We had Dave Matthews oh, Band. No. We had ZZ Top. We had George. Uh, Thoroughgood, thank you. And, like, that's it. The earlier stuff, he has a lot of lyrics about crass consumerism and about, um, you know, the 9 to 5 grind and, and almost, you know, vaguely anti-capitalist stuff. Ooh, on very what? vague. What? <laughs> on every day... Vaguely. You don't get any There's of that. Nothing so of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's enough of a history lesson about me, but like they were in the background of my life as a child. I, I don't know, right? Yeah, whatever. and yeah. I think that makes sense. I think they are right music they to be in the background. Actually, of. wait, another memory that's just emerging for me is when I was in high school, me and my cousin went to see the Almond Brothers band live, and I really liked that, <laughs> that jam band Mo. Mike and I were talking about this mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Which before is crazy. I didn't know. Started, yeah. You're yeah, a hardcore Mo. 27 minute song called Opium and I was like in high school and it was like so cool that that was a thing. Like I remember going there and realizing when we were there that like there was a whole Dave concert experience because my cousin had gotten like the Central Park concert on DVD and we were at the Allman Brothers Band show and everyone there was like are you going to go see Dave like later this summer? So I, I learned that like if you wanted to be a lame adult you could see Dave Matthews for fun. Well Dave, the Dave Matthews Band following is like extremely <laughs> devoted extremely vocal and they're really out there but entirely yeah. generic i mean they're the kind of people that you would find in like the built-in like f- like picture like featured in a photo frame at walmart like they're they those are the people that are going to dave matthews band concerts like that's the thing is that i feel like yeah the only people i ever knew that were like hardcore dave matthews band stands were like weird uh you know middle school teachers i knew people who were chill otherwise who were huge dave heads like in college especially i feel like they're like a band that you're into 
if you're like that's like a, they're like a college band. Well, they're kind of a jam band, right? So they're like they're kind of a, like well, they're no, like they, adjacent. They're jam okay, adjacent, but they don't they, jam. No, that's not true. Okay, they're not just jam adjacent because all these stupid dumb songs that we're gonna get into. You this know, is kind of what I'm talking about with the Almond Brothers. But band. but no, they when they play live, they play like 20 minute extended Oof. improvised versions of all of these stupid songs. Like that is their thing is that they never play the same song twice that they always switch it up and that's like the one thing that you can say about Dave Matthews band is they that they jam and that they're creative and that they honestly with the exception of Dave Matthews and his dumb fucking <laughs> goose mouth the rest of the band is actually p- very talented yeah um, a lot yeah. of talent in the band you have to admit it there's no denying so it. they the started saxophonist is fucking great yeah Kurt, that's Kurt Mangle so good no <laughs> No. <laughs> um, Leroy Moore, actually, who who died in 2008, tragically, of an ATV um, accident. But so uh, 1991, Dave Matthews Band is formed in Virginia. My big thesis, I was like, yeah, like, I feel like Dave Matthews Band is just like country music, but for the suburbs. And it's the worst. <laughs> it's like it's mm. not even about farms and trucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's literally just about like falling in love and falling out of love and like thinking that that's the most important okay. thing in the world. If you're lucky, if, that's the deepest Dave Matthews. That, that is that's ab- as far right. as it gets. Right, exactly. It, that is the deep end of the Dave Matthews pool. Um, the shallow end isn't about anything at all. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, Digging bones, gonna see bones. Looking up, see the sun, see your skyline. <laughs> what? <laughs> look around, look around. That's <laughs> it. Everybody, come on. So this is a band, though. So I was like, okay, it's like suburban bro country. And then Mike Dunn was like, well, no, he's from like he's from. <laughs> South Africa and I was like oh no everything falls apart but it turns out like yes he was gr- he gr- he was born in South Africa but he also grew up in Virginia and Chicago and yeah. like all these other places. The or, band no. is from Charlottesville and they're all from yeah from Charlottesville Virginia and he basically mm. was smart enough to be like okay I'm gonna need some very talented musicians to make this shit acceptable and then I'm sure it was and... baffling even to him to see the amount of like fucking like worship that he cultivated well, for some reason. And like, was, how did that even happen? I have to say, he is obviously very smart because he named the band Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> and then so says it's an egalitarian comedy. Think about this. You can't kick him out. <laughs> right? Because he's locked in. Well, yeah. The right. band is really good, he gets, but he's the name of the band is Dave Matthews. So if he doesn't at least walk out on stage at some point... Yeah, and he is the whole fucking show. The <laughs> thing that is wild um, about Dave Matthews Band is that they are one of the most successful bands in America, yes. like yes. by far. Yes. So they are seven the first number one. Yep, albums. seven consecutive number one albums. No one the else has ever done to that. Do that. That is shocking. They've <laughs> sold more than a hundred million concert tickets. What? And a combined total of ninety-one million CDs and DVDs. What? Yeah, they're David. huge. That's why that there's and one. Okay, go ahead. How does that happen, though, guys? Like, how does that happen? I, I this uh, there's a song on this album called "If I Had It All," <laughs> and I, when I heard that song, my th- first reaction was, "You do have." I know it all. that you is. Do yeah. Do yeah. Have it. And you're telling me that it's even more so true than I thought it was. You don't need to postulate. You can just say million you can just write a song called "I Have It All." I I've have it all. all. I have it all, and not only do I have it all, I'm going to dump 800 pounds of. <laughs> Feces on you, onto your, oh, onto your right. head. So this is gonna officially be: uh, is this person a piece of shit? Oh yes. 
By all accounts, Dave Matthews, not a, a piece of not shit. Not really a piece but of shit. literally did dump pieces of shit on Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. He really did. He really did. There was passengers. There were 100 or 200 passengers aboard a sightseeing boat on the Chicago River. They were going on a tour of <laughs> Chicago architecture. It was like a bunch of tourists. And one of the bus drivers um, that had band member Boyd Tinsley. It was Boyd Tinsley's what tour bus. Also, what a fucking name. <laughs> like, Tinsley. there are names. The names in this group. We have Boyd Tinsley. And then we have Beth. Backing vocalist Carter Buford. <laughs> Boyd Tinsley. These, these also are fake Boyd. names. Yeah. They're fake names. While, while we're on, is this person a piece of shit? Just want to mention Boyd Tinsley, accused of sexual harassment. Oh my god. So that oh is my god. that is the one. Uh, if you search uh, Dave Matthews Band scandal, the two things that come up are poop, poop, and poop bus. Boyd Tinsley <laughs> sexual harassment. All claims. right. Well, Boyd Tinsley turns out he's a piece of shit, but um. He and Boyd Tinsley. Luckily, they did donate $50,000 to the Friends of the Chicago River after they poured 800 pounds of liquid human waste onto an entire sightseeing boat. (laughs) Literally called Poopgate. It was called Poopgate. I gotta say, that is a terrible sightseeing journey. (laughs) You're watching the sights. I mean, you should You're be so lucky. Dave was in town, and you got blessed. So what happened exactly? They just his released actual the... human bullshit. What happened? They pulled the tour bus up to the canal. I have no idea. Like that part of it is like the. the <laughs> is that how it works? The, the mechanics are not <laughs> just like shoot out the side of the bus. Yeah, they were they were on what? a drawbridge, and they were trying to dump. Their reserves of liquid shit into the river from off the side of the tour bus. I guess there's a mechanism for that. And what what happened was it fell onto a a tourist boat, Uh, a sightseeing boat. You immediately know for sure that the the Boyd Tinsley tour bus was regularly (laughs) dumping their shit in rivers, right? That was just like a periodic... It's just this time someone was having to be under... A whole tour group was underneath. The rest of America saw those 800 piles of shit and they just opened their mouths wide <laughs> and they just said, please. I want more. Crash. More yeah. crash. So <laughs> I will. Let me. In on me. I mentioned the Moffat sisters. You know, I so I when I went to UMass, it was a culture shock to me because I was a punk and I never knew any hippies. There weren't any in my town, but UMass was full of hippies. And I made friends with some of them. And I remember talking to Katie Moffat about this. Uh, about Dave Matthews Band because she was such a huge Dave head and she was just like I just don't understand like what is there not to like about Dave Matthews Band and I'm just I was like well for me above all you know like I think they're a talented band I think they're talented musicians but above all for me besides Dave I cannot stand the sound of his voice no it's the way that he pronounces his words and the manner in which he sings and the timbre of his voice is like uh, the word it becomes seven syllables long apparently in it's, fucking it's, Dave Matthews's fucking mouth. It's unbearable for me. And her response to that was, I can't even begin to understand that. Ah! So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's how your brain is wired to find his vocals acceptable. And apparently that's the vast A majority of people. A lot of people's of people. brains are wired that way. Yeah. Dude, from yeah. 2000 to 2010, Dave Matthews Band sold more tickets and earned more money than any other act in North America. For that entire decade. Ugh. 
Yeah. If, I, if, we are, if I had it all. We're, we're, yeah, we're the outliers here. <laughs> but I will say we picked the right album because this album, Every Day, is the, Order. Is the most hated Dave Matthews Band album by his fan base. Right. Mm. And the... Part of the reason we're not that stepping on any toes here. They actually didn't like the fact that each song wasn't 20 minutes long. Right. And for for us, yeah. <laughs> the only like, one we could do. That's the only thing that is good about this album. <laughs> so Dave made a lot of money, huh? Wow. A lot. Oh yeah. For sure. So I want to say that I agree with you totally on a pure aesthetic level. Immediately as soon as he starts talking, I'm like. I hate it. It's odd. His voice is really hard to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about Dave Matthews Band is that, like, my experience with them, like, absolutely came from, like, edgelord online music criticism, which Mm. clearly is my bread and butter. (laughs) But there is, for as many people that absolutely adore Dave Matthews and will always go spend, like, $76 to get a fucking lawn, lawn seat seats. to go see fucking this nonsense. Their friend Dave. I wanted to read so um, a couple of the, like, critical quotes that I that I found about Dave Matthews Band as a whole. LA Weekly named Dave Matthews Band the worst band of all time recently. Um, their quote was, You want a real American horror story? Sit in the back of an SUV with off-key sorority house members singing along to Dave Matthews Band. Dave is a jam act with no jams. They make Perrier seem vibrant and ethnic. Dave Matthews croons like a Kermit with a hangover. For a presumed intended audience of trustafarians and frat bros bonding via hacky sack and horseshoes. Them and folks whose favorite book Mm. is The Da Vinci Code and favorite TV show is Two and a Half Men. They are permanently beige, the sonic instantation of Abercrombie and Fitch cargo shorts, South Carolina (laughs) Gamecocks hats, and flip-flops flailing. <laughs> that was uh, Jeff Weiss. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, true. Um, from LA Weekly. It's a little liberal elite, don't you think? You know, um, coastal elite. That's our <laughs> attitude. Yeah. That's who we are. No. <laughs> yeah, we're coastal elite. I'm salt dude. of the earth. Oh, baby. yeah, okay. You're coastal, pal. Like us. Come on. And then there's a good vice. There's like a, a vice series called Do They Actually Suck? And. They say, Dave Matthews Band fans are like fish fans for people in college, which is to say they are an insufferable cult of hippies united by their common misguided belief that they have good taste in music. Most people get into DMV in college and then make it a shitty lifestyle choice forever. Dave heads with their popped collars and hats with pre-worn bills will go as far as to list Dave as a musical genre. As in, oh, I listen to some grunge, some hip-hop, Dave, of course. Anyway, there's a sale on cargo shorts, gonna run. Is this a fair characterization or um, I, yes I think it's a little pretentious you know I think it's a little bit oh, uh, hoity-toity but also really mostly correct yeah it's fine I don't I don't feel comfortable framing it that way because like I know chill you know good people who like Dave Matthews band is it pretentious because they're right <laughs> I think that they yeah, they paint an accurate picture of like a good chunk of the fan base but I I don't think that's like the sole you know it is that's the whole point about fucking Dave Matthews band and that's like the one thing that you could say like maybe isn't fair to critique their music about right. but absolutely 100% like a huge reason why people don't like Dave Matthews band or why critics make fun of Dave Matthews band is their fan base is the fact 
fact that it is by and large upper middle class suburban white douchebags who don't understand what it's like to actually struggle and don't have any real stakes in their lives and so they fucking complain about like nonsense and add syllables where there shouldn't be syllables <laughs> and just moan off into the distance um, eternally like there's I don't know I, yeah, I, I think that look, that's the biggest oh, critique that's effective about uh, Dave Matthews band is that their fucking fan base sucks <sighs> look I Wait, know in the uh, 90s and early 2000s yes they were like a band that it was you know the the white hat frat boys yes. were all about but that wasn't yeah. their whole fan base yes it was no it wasn't well first of all I want to say that what you're talking the, the fan you describe as the as the quintessential person just chugging Dave Matthews band music into their vacant mind is the lyrics that Dave Matthews presents to those people are the perfect mirror of that fan. So it, yeah. does, it does make sense that that would be the fan because that the, is a fan. The the lyrics are just profoundly vacant and say absolutely nothing or worse than nothing. Right. And so it makes sense that people who would have nothing to say or think would be attracted to it. Yeah. I'm know. sorry. I, I I agree, but also I just think you guys agree. are painting in too broad of strokes. Is no, that what we're dude. here for? Is that what we're here for? Come on. That is literally hey, what we're here for. I and I have talked to, like, for example, Dave Klotz, who we were hanging out with earlier today, a uh, friend of the pod, yeah. previous guest, had been to several Dave Matthews concerts. Same with Colin, who was originally going to be on this episode. Um, and I went to, to Allman Brothers Band, but the stories I've heard about Dave shows were <laughs> that also that yeah, it's dude, just like drunken idiot it's, frat bro it's revelry. absolutely fucking drunken and idiot. And it was like an excuse for that kind of nonsense, I'll say. All right. Right. But, and, and fucking self indulgent emptiness and and old navy personalities you know what i mean like that's that's not i do have to say this though i will defend mike's position also though and say that like i mean my mom had two cds right and also my my dear friend and boss maggie who's like an older woman loved dave matthews band too so there is another segment of people who are just like maybe weren't thinking about it very much and we're like oh this is nice on the radio yeah and i couldn't have built a I don't like, I don't like, you know, it's just fine. It's fine, which is a totally like benign and perfectly fine way of accept, like being in the Dave space. He couldn't have, right? <laughs> he couldn't have built this career. If you, if you get there by accident. <laughs> of seven number one, seven consecutive number one albums by you know, being solely off of the frat boy contingent. Yeah, no, I do think, think that. that that's a, no one else has pulled that off. Because I know that my Berkeley pals in high school would would go on and on about like the music and be like oh fucking wait can we just Carter is so sick at the the bass dude quick yeah. check in so like, they were white upper middle class oh, yeah. pretty normy yeah. dudes oh okay yeah that's right that's right. what i'm saying oh, like yeah. yes like for oh, sure yeah, yeah, those yeah. people like dave matthews band all oh, right yeah yeah that's right. that's for sure <laughs> it's absolutely they, they love the red Sox. they love the patriots oh, wait, yeah. they love dave matthews band that's their identity and there's a good amount of them for sure but i'm not and they might not all be bad people but it is absolutely the middle of the road it is not like a it's not like a cross section of society all right well anyway Every day, this album, even they don't like. Yeah. Um, and the reason they don't like it is because basically, prior to recording this album, Dave Matthews Band had recorded uh, uh, an entire separate album that got completely scrapped. They recorded this album with Steve Lillywhite. It's come to be known as the Steve Lillywhite Sessions, which doesn't make much sense to me because they recorded all their previous albums with Steve Lillywhite, too. He's a uh, he's a fantastic producer. He's worked with XTC. He's worked with uh, Susie and the Banshees. We've talked about him before. Cool. Yep. And Dave, for whatever reason, scrapped this entire album. The label decided to scrap the album, basically. They said that it wasn't marketable. And um, Dave linked up with this guy, Glenn Ballard. And Glenn Ballard is a pop music producer and songwriter 
who had written co-written all of Jagged Little Pill. Um, Which is he, good. He worked on Return of Saturn with No Doubt. Basically, if you're a rock band looking to cross over into the, into the pop world, he's the guy to work with. Dave Matthews hung out with this guy, and in 10 days, <laughs> in 10 days, they wrote this entire album. Um, and, it, and it shows. Sounds like, like it. it. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. And Honestly, 10 days for this album is longer than you needed. And so you'll hear on this album, like, the... You could write all these lyrics in a half an hour, I'm telling you. The horn section and the uh, the violinist and all the other members of the band were sort of pushed to the sidelines in this album. You can hear it in the music. Uh, fans also really disliked how little acoustic guitar Dave Matthews played on this album, and it was mostly electric guitar. I gotta say, I listened to the first few songs off of Busted Stuff, mm. which was sort of a re-recording of the... The songs from the Steve Lillywhite sessions, and I did not, to my ears, hear much of a difference at all hmm. between the music on this album and the music on that album. But to discerning Dave heads, apparently, <laughs> it is a huge hmm. impasse. And this is discerning Dave heads. That is the most fucking oxymoronic <laughs> statement I could ever fucking hear. But yeah, go uh, on. Giant, giant. Go yeah. on about their opinion. This this album, every song is less than five minutes. There's no jams. Thank There's God. not a lot of solos taken. Uh, there's no real jazz elements. Uh, it's basically just like a straightforward pop rock album. And it's, I guess, Dave's take on straightforward pop rock. And to me... Uh, it sucks, but I also expected a lot worse. As someone who hasn't really sat down and listened to a Dave Matthews Band album since I was a child, mm. um, look, I didn't enjoy this, but I don't mm. know. Like, I, the idea of Dave Matthews Band is so offensive to me, mm. but to actually sit down and, like, experience it, I don't know. It, it's, it wasn't what I expected. I'll say that. Hmm. Dave Matthews Band is the Pete Buttigieg of music. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. That's a people, good read, yeah. Fucking middle of the road fucking white people are going to think that it's radical and everybody else is like, what the fuck are you thinking? And yeah. that's what this fucking shit is. Um, a, a radical is the definitely the least likely adjective <laughs> for this album, for sure. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have to say about Dave Matthews. Let's get into the fucking music. He uh, starts it off with, this was the lead single, I think, off of the album. Yeah, this, this um, is I do a, distinctly you've remember heard this it, song before, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and this one is called I'll Dirty Rock. Um, it is Primus without the good drugs, everybody. This is this ooh, is what ooh. this is. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, I would not draw that comparison. I would. It's a little. I, like I'm not even a huge Primus head or anything. Twangy, but, aggressive, fucking. Boy, bass. Primus is much more interesting. Than That's this. what I'm I would saying. Agree. This yeah. is Primus without the good drugs. Like yeah. Primus is psychedelic and fucking like weird and shit. Like, wait, you know. you're not saying that Dave isn't? You Dave is psychedelic. <laughs> Did you not read the first lyric? A magic mushroom cloud of Oh, care. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Oh, God. I did write that down. That is oh, fucking trash. Man. Yeah. His voice sounds like a drunk goose. <laughs> yeah, there's there's goosely elements to it. He is honking. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like literal, like honky tonk, like scat rapping about how you didn't do anything. I didn't do a little thing about a bado bado. The scat rapping is so it's, bad. It's, it's really so bad. Fucking dumb sounding. I'm the sorry. The percussive elements of his voice and the way he drops syllables. It's like Eminem. And he's leading the fuck into it so much. Dude, and where he drops syllables, he just adds like endless syllables. Like air or like yeah, like it's so laborious and awful. It yeah, is. It but is. speaking about you know it's, when I when I was talking about how this wasn't as bad as I thought it would be as an experience. Instr- instrumentally, the verses I think have some interesting stuff going on. Yeah, I know, but you gotta. This is yeah. The conclusion it's like, of my listen to this was like you gotta get Dave out of Dave Matthews. Yeah, band. like yeah. Get him out. He's such a. He is the weak link. He's poisoning the well. Just call it is banned. Like yeah, is banned. But like, if I, mean, I feel like when you're in, if if you were in the set, the studio, and he came out with that, you know, gong gong rick a dick a suck a book, you would you would think that the rest of the band would get together and be like, okay, we gotta. We gotta tell Dave to stop doing that. Like, no, okay, well, hey, it Dave, was a don't... huge hit. So yeah. if they had, if they clearly it works that, for a lot of people. I know, and it's being, it's like the enablers are all around him. Someone say stop. The it. enablers is all it, of I'm, your cousins everyone. and all of your coworkers and everybody. Why? I uh, don't understand. No. That's why we do this On fucking podcast. On a pure aesthetic, uh, aesthetic level, it's just it's so grating and yeah. shitty. But listening to the verses and like instrumentally, how like kind of almost like dissonant it is. It's like uh, it's noise. So- Rock elements. It's, yeah. it's weird that this was the lead single. The instruments get really clustered at points. Yeah. Did you guys um watch the music video for the song? Oh, no. I remember. I, yeah. I vaguely remember it from when it came it out. It was pretty. It was one of many uh, Peter Gabriel comparisons huh. I'm going to make over the course of this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Same. Yeah. I yeah. Was, there's... I did not think that there were so but many music parallels. music video wise too. Like it was one of those like where the it was fruit kind of and like claymation. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Or is is like face. Yeah. Stop yeah, motion. Yeah, kind yeah. of animated. Like going through these different scenes. But let me tell you about some of the vignettes. Um, oh God. So there's one scene where um, Leroy Moore, who is a saxophonist who. Um, died tragically in 2008 R.I.P. Leroy um, pulls Dave Matthews' leg off and beats him with it and just when you think that there's some justice in the world the cops roll up to arrest um, Leroy and not Dave Matthews uh, He pulls violently. Dave Matthews' leg off yeah. and beats him with and it? And then there's a vignette where he's wearing <laughs> silk pajamas waltzing through a hookah opium den of sexy oiled <laughs> women of color wearing belly chains and then oof, finds oof. Um, a different magical black man who I believe is the violinist I Oh think, no! Um sitting cross-legged in said opium den smoking a pipe and dispensing no. advice until the original guy who beat him up comes back and then they have a full-on karate um, baby bitch slap fight. Um, no. Sounds like a cool video. And then and then, but, <laughs> but what's great about it or terrible no. is uh, that magically in the video every time Dave Matthews has to face the consequences of his actions like murder and like bitch slapping um, he's miraculously like spirited away to another scene just like white men without talent in real life so God, it's, I don't know there's yeah. just well, uh, is, actually, he, is that is he making a point there or is it you know is he too ignorant to oh the point mm. um, is that at the very end of the video the black man that he was karate fighting is his boss and he's a garbage man and the magical negro is a, is a homeless man on the sidewalk and um Oh. A magical negro man on the sidewalk. <laughs> Tell me how to live. Every day. 
So it isn't problematic. Mm, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. woke to me. Nice, right now. Yeah. yeah. No, dude. I think some of Dave Matthews's best bandmates are black. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the majority of them oh. are. Yeah. I think. But it's still Dave Matthews Band. I know. In which yeah. he's the worst member. Yes. Um, it's such a beautiful yeah, metaphor. Right. What a symbol. Dave Matthews Band crucially times. <laughs> recently snubbed uh, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They uh, were nominated but did not are not getting inducted. And this is the first time since the fan vote was implemented eight years ago, the first time that the winner of the fan vote is not getting inducted. Wait, they were number one on the fan vote? Oh, by a huge number of votes. And they were, they were Denied. snubbed? Wow. Yeah. So, again, so I'm justified <laughs> in being a dickhead well, about this. Well, it shows you the impasse between, you know, the devoted fan base and the pretentious yeah. critic yeah. stable. Sounds like the Rock and Roll Hall You're of Fame welcome. cannot <laughs> get their shit together. Um, or they're da- correct. Or they're correct. David. No, they're right. I'm just kidding. They're right in the fans. <laughs> yeah, what? Them. Obviously losing no sleep over fucking Dave not being in the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'll lose sleep over anyone getting in or out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I will. I will. But uh, who cares about the <laughs> Rock Hall, hey, the podcast? Out, they they will. <laughs> Biggie and Whitney making it in there. Oh, cool. Pat Benatar got snubbed. I'm pretty pissed about that. It sounds like you are losing sleep over who's good. <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been listening to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, and it's just changed my brain. Yeah. Um, should we do the next song? I don't know. Yeah, what that let's is. Is that let's please do pod? that. It's another podcast on the cool. Pantheon Podcast Network. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, this next one is called um, oh, "When the World Ends." Oh God, and it's fucking. I hate this song. Let me just tell you. I hate really this one. Gonna be go crisp. Gonna be cut, cut, right to say, yeah. Oh my God! You just you just faded out before the best lyric, which is gonna tie you up like, like a baby, baby in a carriage car. Your legs won't work cause you want me, so you just lie spread to the wall. Yuck! It's so gross when he talks about sex, dude. I like to like pretend that he reproduces asexually. <laughs> He's like a he's like a paramecium. We yeah. we talked about Erica, uh, my partner and I talked about when we were listening to this about how like Dave Matthews himself is absolutely certain he sounds sexy. Oh, yeah. he's so and sure of it, and he's so wrong. There's he's nothing so wrong. less sexy than that. He's than like, a fucking Kermit the Frog after a nitrous hit. Oh, oh, and he's yeah, really he's right doing in my it in this ear. Song. He's, he's right in my mind. He's going. Yeah. Full Full, like slam poetry on the song. Squeeze your head, lying in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real lyric. Uh, I'm gonna tie you up like a baby in a carriage car. Your legs won't tie work. Tie you up like a baby. <laughs> your legs won't work because you want me so. You just lie spread to the wall. You. The love you got is surely all the love that I would ever need. I'm going to take you by my side and love you till the world ends. I'm going to tape I'm going to take you up to. I'm going to take you down on you. <laughs> These 
Oh, it's good. It's actually. bad. It's bad. <laughs> One of the things you think about when you're like, does he? He does. He's failing to realize that the world's gonna end. Like you're making what? plans. This whole song's about you making plans. Yeah. When the world ends, is not gonna when be some like. Ends. You're not gonna be able to like sit back and watch this no, cool dude. world ending. You're gonna be like you're suffocating die. and you're gonna searing your fucking wing. If there's any justice in this it. fucking world, you'll be fucking buried in 800 <laughs> pounds of feces. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the entire yeah, song it's gonna is... be Snowpiercer, but it's shit instead of snow. <laughs> like a baby. He's so good. I love him. He's so talented. We're gonna dive into the emptiness. We'll be swimming. I'm gonna walk you through the pathless roads. I'm gonna take you to the top of the mountain that's no longer there. I'm gonna take you to bed and love you, I swear. Dude, the entire like the song is, is just here. saying when the world falls apart, I'm gonna fuck you so good it won't matter yeah. that the mountains don't exist anymore. Like, that's I don't the, know, dude. I, that would cause me some anxiety. Down. Yeah. Like, oh, the entire world is falling apart, but your fucking little rinky dink, fucking like uncircumcised <laughs> schlong is gonna fucking. <laughs> Why is it uncircumcised? I just decided. Yeah, when right. the world ends, but I have a good penis. <laughs> it's. It's gonna Not go inside you. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> it's gonna take you down on you. <laughs> that is a perfect lyric. Take you down on you. What? That's a, the that's, a, that's something a David. Would, well, it's a perfect ima- what you might imagine Dave would say. I'm gonna it's eat my mouth on me. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Going up and down will now. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, write that one down and then repeat it every time we play this song. <laughs> Up and twisted. But do it in a 20-minute extended jam session. That's what you need to yes. do. That's what true artists do. It's called art. That's what art is. We have just begun. The people who like this are smart. They yeah. like art. Can the world end? End the world. <laughs> Please. Anything. His horny goat weed energy. It dude. sucks like, that the wor- whole world's going to end, but I'm still stuck with Dave. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not for me, it's not going to end. For me, it's just begun. <laughs> yeah, it's like the end of end of Evangelion, but it's Dave Matthews Band instead of Shinji. Dave Evangelion. Dave Evangelion, yeah. <laughs> Neon Genesis Dave Evangelion. <laughs> When they will. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we move on oh, the to the space, space between? This is it. The uh, banger. Space between. It's the banger. All right. Let's. Then, wicked. My <laughs> dick and balls. <laughs> that's it's a that's a high school. Called the anatomical taint. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh wow! Here we go. Here we go. We would fit in with the Dave heads. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm, that's what they we're going l- for. They'd love it. Love. Wasted hours with talking, talking. Twisted games we're playing. Yeah. Family. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many geese following Dave. 
Um, it's, it's that's supposed to be the most serious part of the song, and it sounds like a fucking banjo. It's totally takes me out of it, it's David. It's his goose mother, father. The wicked. What wicked lies are you telling, Dave? Dave's telling wicked lies again, David. Ah. <laughs> Hope from Worthen. This these lyrics are who they are bad. Yeah. Uh, it it I gotta say it bothers me psychologically how little this song actually bothers me. What? What does um, that even mean? What's what? Like I, unpack that. I feel for like me, I should dude. hate this more. Um, and I think Colin, who was was supposed to be our guest for this episode, he used to like play this psychological game where he would like. <laughs> He would invite people into his room to smoke weed, but in order to, you know, hang out there, he you had to listen to bad music, like music that he didn't like, but he would play anyway just to fucking torture you. Yeah. And this song, this song was one of the ones he would play a lot. And at this point, I have like Stockholm syndrome for it, where like it kind of it makes me nostalgic when I hear it. Yeah, you love it. For a blunt in yeah. a dorm room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That unique particular moment. What is it? What is this fucking song about? The space oh, between. God. It's about the space between. Childhood the and adulthood. Yeah. I'm skipping a class and I'm smoking a blunt. This it's is so crazy. Like Wait, listen to this. This is people crazy. People who don't have real feelings or problems. Wait, no, real? What do you say? Listen how real this is. <laughs> the, the space between the tears we cry is the laughter that keeps us coming back for more. The space between the wicked lies we tell to keep us safe from the pain. Will I hold you again? (laughs) These fickle, fuddled words confuse me. Like, will it rain today? (laughs) We waste the hours with talking, talking. These twisted games we play. Okay, Dave Matthews likes to give me the contours of a substanceless poem. <laughs> like what it wicked right. there are wicked words, there are there are tortured games. But nothing these fickle no protagonist, words no antagonist. Me. What? Yeah, what right. who's done what to who and when? Yeah, what are the There's wicked words? There's no story. What are the wicked lies? It's, the whole what thing is the is it? the space between ideas. Yeah, no and, kidding. And, yeah. He's just gesturing at human experiences. I don't know what those are though. He doesn't lay out anything at all. Right. No characters. It's true. No feeling, well, the feelings. Wicked Sometimes he'll just say sad. He'll just say the word <laughs> sad. And you're like, I mean, I guess that that's is how he experiences emotions. Yeah. He just says the word. I feel like, and like I, he learned it on Sesame Street that afternoon. Dirt, like, the word of the day he's is just, he's just repeating it back. <laughs> it's like he, he, when he, when Dave Matthews. I was sad when we dumped 800 pounds of feces. <laughs> I heard they were sad. <laughs> I heard that the folks were sad. You know how when you listen to a poem sometimes you might feel like bewildered at first by like <laughs> the dense network of symbolism that you hear and you're like, you know, it takes you a while to process it maybe? Like some poets are good at creating this like sometimes bewildering, befuddling. A mise-en-scene in their, yeah. yeah in their... I feel like when Dave reads poetry, he gets that feeling of befuddlement of like, whoa, what does it all mean? And that's where he, and he <laughs> that's thinks... That's where he begins and, and he ends. thinks that's what poetry is. <laughs> and so he creates poetry that he's, that is just that feeling. It's just, I don't know what yeah, things are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's... Like rain, rain, fall, drip, you know, open, weight, feel, it happens now, going towards you, always. We like you know what I mean he, that's that, good that's good I've been it's been the whole day of Dave 
Dave's in town. Um, yeah, he's, he, Dave's in town. Hey, you guys gonna catch Dave? Dave's in town. No, I'm good actually. I'm gonna miss it just this once. <laughs> Fickle, fuddled, befuddled words. What if you sat down with Dave and you're like, "What is this song about? Does he know? What is it? What's the thing I'm, that happened that made him I'm feel sure this way?" I'm sure there's some very dumb genius annotations about this song. That's there's like... very few. There's very few genius annotations whatsoever to be He's, spoken of. There's definitely uh, a sadness. There's a sadness. Uh, there's a lot of uh, all these songs. Almost all these songs are about a woman. Uh, oh yeah, and you know um, him uh, struggling with something. Uh, well, later on, to we'll get into his problematic ideology, which is she's responsible for him feeling badly. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. This is still the fun part of the Dave album. <laughs> this yeah. is the yeah, open, this, this is, is the, the part of the cobbler. Fun this parts. is the beginning of the cobbler where you see where it seems benign. There you haven't is. yet like turned the corner to the fucking sinister hallway of death. Yeah, the yeah. beginning of Act the Two. The rotten. Yeah, rotten where core. things get really. Wait, what? As they yeah. call it in the screenwriting, screenwriting parlance, if you if you look into the structure of a screenplay, um, it does follow set beats. And I think this is what uh, would be colloquially referred to as the fun and game portions. Yeah. <laughs> the fun and games portion of the Dave is, Matthews Is that like album. a technical term? The fun and games sure. portion? Yeah. Yeah, actually it is. Come on. My one question I love about that. the technical, space good between... Tech, nice. Yeah. Because when did this come out? This is like 2000. 2001. Right? Yeah. So Prime time. How many boring, destined for divorce, early 20s suburban weddings had this as their first dance? Ooh. Oh, big time. This and uh, <laughs> yeah. Crash Into Me, which is such a gross song. Yeah. Ooh. Not on this album, unfortunately. How but. many people were doing their first dance to this song, getting married, and thinking about the wicked lies that they were telling <laughs> each other in their relationship? Yeah. It's They're just, like... Wicked lies, and they both made a, a contact that was like a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not really a romantic subject matter, honestly. No, it doesn't. No. It doesn't. It seems sad. It seems like something bad happened. Probably there were bullets. You can't even and... tell. It doesn't even matter. Right. It's asking True. the question: Will right. it rain today? I, I that those are the stakes involved. Right. 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 All right. right. Like rain that falls, splashed in your heart, ran like sadness down the window in your room. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, That's the deepest lyric. Close your window. Shut the fuck. Window and and your mouth while you're at it. You, oh my god, wicked! We're about to get into the fucking truest, wild, truly most wild song, which is the dreams of our fathers. All right. Dreams we, from our fathers. This song. We should definitely take a break before that. Oh yeah, yeah okay. We'll take a little break. Let's take a little. What? Break. I never take breaks. Well, I got a pee. So, all right. All right, shall we, uh, now that we're back, should we get into... Oh, uh, the uh, inspiration for the title of Obama's book, of yes, course. Yes, of course. Oh my God, is that really... Song. Oh no, that's they true. They did have such parallel lives, so... <laughs> Just ask Dave. Just ask, yeah, only Dave. <laughs> Just ask Please only, don't ask only Dave. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most ideologically vacant song I've ever heard. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, okay. Well, let's find out. Here we go. Me Dreams too. of Our Fathers. Get out! Skip a tip out, wreck up! Tick a bot, tick out, stick out, the wreck it! Tick a 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 t
dream of my father. <laughs> I never thought I would be a 23 on the verge of spontaneous yeah, combustion. What was me? Yeah, I see that. I see that. This <laughs> one is tough for me, I gotta say. We spent a lot of time. We did a very close reading of this, <laughs> this particular song. This one, I mean, it's definitely cheesy, but so I, th- what, I think... What that, do you think it's about? Well, I think it's about uh, dealing with trauma and trying to shake off the baggage of your upbringing, I guess. I don't know. What trauma? Yeah, there's no there's no implication of trauma here. Specifically, what, yeah. It's, yeah it's the definitely... trauma of being an oppressor in apartheid South Africa. I don't yeah. know. I'm not even thinking that he's thinking any of those things. I think, like, he's just talking about, like, how it can be uncomfortable sometimes to, like, live up to your parents' expectations of you, which is exactly Again, why fucking suburban teenagers fucking latched on to this shit and was like, he speaks to me, man. He yeah. gets it. Like, you know, he's so deep. <laughs> I'm this also is, not amounting I, to anything. Right, yeah. Like, I also have these, like, expectations of who I'm supposed to be, man. But I just want to, like, do my parents' Percocet and fucking, yeah. like, smoke weed. I think it could. The dreams of my father. I think it could. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> Percocet. It could, in theory, be poignant. But the way it's expressed, like, look here, look here, bloated, floating, go belly down, belly up in the water. But oh, who is this here that's drowned? We followed a drunken man. He got us all spinning around, but it's like he shallowed himself and didn't leave us a way out. He's just stuffing every fucking, like, line with just, un like, unnecessary syllables just, like, stumbling towards an unearned crescendo. I didn't hear a crescendo, honestly. No, I, I just, in general, on all of these songs, you didn't notice that I didn't say anything because I said it all very fast and wow, wow. Who you know? I guess I, I guess I can see being charmed by his vocal stylings, though. You know, I I don't. What? I was not. Get the fuck out of here. I no, but it is it is unique. We can admit that it's unique, right? God. Yeah. <laughs> we can admit that to it's me unique. it's very cheesy. No, it's and not grating. even unique because it's fucking. He just sounds like Eddie Vedder trying to <laughs> fucking catch the bus. I don't. I don't hear Eddie. An Eddie Vedder. That's exactly here. what people. Okay, well that's the most. That's the, the most common uh, like comparison that he gets in like. Music I guess I can criticism. see. I can see the way that they twist their words okay. and their syllables. He sounds like a, he sounds like Pearl Jam in some songs. Mm, I, he does. I yeah, sort of. I sure, sort of for see. Sure, for sure. I sort of see what you're saying. This but is he, well Definitely. established. It's not just what I say. It's okay, just, all right. Don't saying. get mad at me, Jesus. I never heard this. Uh, I just, never. I, I do think that uh, he's got his own unique. Sort I want to go go. It's, it's not. It. It's not unique. It's like the. It's you like can, uh, look. Cut, I'm not cut. calling it good. I'm not calling it enjoyable. I'm not saying it's unique. I'm just saying... I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you that it's not unique either. It just sounds like Eddie Vedder like meets <laughs> bare naked ladies like minus okay, yeah, a sense yes, of humor. Actually, yes, you, like... you actually <laughs> you did just hit the nail on the head with that fucking fusion dance right there. Yeah, that is. I never you're thought welcome. of it, but you're you're completely. Right. It's actually the the perfect That's expression of this band. I do think if you if you take Dave Matthews out of this song, yes. and just the instruments, there is some kind of kind there's of some, neat. Uh, it's twang. it's like that Garfield uh, without Garfield sort of stuff going it, it, on here. It's the Garfield without Garfield comic strip, right? Where it becomes profound when you get rid of Dave. <laughs> when you get rid of Garfield. When you ask David to leave the band, things get much better. <laughs> Oh, good. He's gone. <laughs> Can I pivot back for a second? You said that you think it's about what? I think it's about... Um... Because let me... before Actually, wait. I asked a question, but I'm not going to let you answer the question. Because <laughs> first, I want to say, 
I think it could be about lots of things, but if you closely read these lyrics, it's there is no indicate. Like it's an empty container for you to fill. Yep. Like what dreams of your father? Are you talking about religion? Are you talking about your dad's expectations of you? So sorry. I just I guess I just wanted to say my point. I didn't want to ask. I asked a question but I didn't want it answered. So well, I'm, I'm looking. At yeah, the now we're getting now. deep in the lyrics. To... I guess inspired everybody to get deep in the lyrics. <laughs> oh, it's my world too. So but whose gold is this? I'm digging out with the muffled tears of sorrow. Bones underground. Is this re- our time? Our time? Yes, it is. Without of with this shadow <laughs> of a doubt. That's read not that worse. shit again. Read that again. Slow I'll, it down okay, and read it again. I'll say Ready? it again. Listen, here it comes. Okay, I'll say the whole lyric. Mm. Oh, I'm choking, I'm choking on the smoke from this burning house. Okay, so maybe that's about like inheritance and this inheriting and, and, and of like as you, en- as like, you enter into the lyrics, the lyrics, you're like, ooh, could be. Could be. I claw and I scrape, but Ooh. I can't seem to get out, right? He's, oh, he's burdened by the dreams from our fathers. <laughs> but who then, who is this that's scratching from the ground? Oh, it's my world too. But whose gold is this I'm digging out? <laughs> With the muffled tears of sorrow, bones underground, is this time our time? Yes, it is. Without of with this shadow of doubt. The end. Listen, it's if it isn't Deep. clear to you, it is clear to me. So it's yeah. on it's on you if you don't get it. Yeah, I get. It. I'm digging here for something that's not like just so fucking opaque uh, as to be meaningless. Yeah. It's um, amazing how read many another words one. he can read use another one. Well, to say nothing. I think I found something that supports my hypothesis, but I, I do think you have to sort of stretch to get there. Uh, though I don't believe, I don't believe this flavor in my mouth is from my tongue alone so bitter I want to spit it out. And I think that's maybe about, you know, your, how your upbringing and, and the things that are imbued in you from a young age. It's yeah. about giving a blowjob for the first time. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. it's, that's like, yeah, the hor- the daily horoscope is about specifically you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, let me read this to you. Look here, look look here, look here. Bloated, floating. Go, yeah, go I, belly down. I did down. already read these lyrics, just so you I know. I know, but you read them. And... Yeah, well, that's how he says that's them. That's true, yeah. I won't read it again, but it is worth repeating, I'll tell you. All right, you. yeah, say it again, because it is worth repeating. Look here, look here. Bloated, floating. Go belly down, belly up in the water. But who is this here that's drowned? We followed a drunken man, but he got us spinning round. But it's like he swallowed himself and didn't leave us a way out. I don't want to wake up lost in the dreams of our fathers. Oh, it's such a shame, child, to live and die for the dreams of our fathers. Though I must confess, yes, my view is a wonder about this, this love. (laughs) I possess love. It must be the dreams of our fathers. That does not make sense. (laughs) Okay, that's act three of The Cobbler. That shit is in fucking scrutable. The closer you get, the less you understand. Right? I agree. Yeah, I'm looking at it trying to It doesn't work. Unravel and it is it is a it's a Gordian knot. <laughs> my my view is a wonder about this. I hate what that is. My doesn't view mean is a wonder about this. That means nothing. What? 
Your view is what? <laughs> so no, not only is his view a wonder about this, but he must confess. Yes. I must confess. I can't hold it anymore. My view is a wonder about this. Tell us. <laughs> this it. love, I possess love. Oh, the dreams of my father. It must fathers. be the dreams of my father. <laughs> right? They're, the dreams of our fathers are good. They're also bad. Ah. End of song. <laughs> um, yeah, let's move on to the next All right. one. All right, this next one is called So Right. Oh, yeah, this one. That was what I was laughing at was the, the <laughs> funk. <laughs> that funk. What is that guy's name? Tinsley? Funk by way of the Muppets. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Boyd Tinsley. Boyd. Boyd. Chaboyd. Should we go through real quick it's all Chiboyd. of the band members here? Yeah, lay them down, no. man. Yeah, bring them down. Carter Buford. Come Goner and Dancing. Carter and Buford the third. Boyd Tinsley. Fake <laughs> name. <laughs> Number two. Leroy Moore. Leroy. Leroy Moore. Leroy. <laughs> Dave Matthews' French, fake band. A French version of Roy, of Roy Moore. <laughs> it's like Roy Moore, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> This is getting dumber <laughs> by the second. Uh, st- st- and Stefan Lassard. <sighs> and Dave. And of course, the titular Dave. Matthews. Titular Dave of the band. The title track, Dave. So, big time beat Peter Gabriel energy in oh that my God, yes. chorus. Yes. I yes, actually, yes. Like, I actually, I have to admit, like Peter. the chorus. I of like this song. the anthemic chords, yes. Yeah. I mm. do not like the mushmouth, jawless warbling that is just perpetual. Yeah, it's like a, if a pelican mushy. was leading a band, like, you know, I. Dave's just sound, chewing but... up his food so he can regurgitate it back to uh, the baby birds. <laughs> The baby boids. <laughs> All the baby boids in the audience. It's like a live for the moment dance. Yeah. Like nobody's watching. Like yeah. Hallmark original live, Come laugh, love, Reese Witherspoon moment. Yeah. Lyrically, this is one of the worst. I it's think. pretty dumb. It's just, yeah, it's just like tonight's that big night. We're going to get wild. <laughs> to midnight, love you. It's going to be about love. <laughs> to midnight, love you. Roll on and run the red lights. Game now. Is keep it tight. What? How I, I love know. her I pretty rock and roll kisses. I know. No. I we did this out this read aloud earlier. <laughs> God fucking damn. It. And then later on, this now no sorry this time now is so alive. Everybody. Right. Yes. Uh, as opposed as opposed to dead time. Oh, this time now is so alive. You said everybody's trance dancing tonight. So mm. beautiful and so strange. It was empty. Till you came. Oh, oh, Dave. <laughs> it's yeah. our love is so right. It's got a sax solo though. You got to respect. Uh, yeah, thank you, fucking Thank you, bass saxophone. Yeah. I was I was desperate for that little. Would you guys moment agree of that soul? It's, 
yeah moment <laughs> i would say this is the best song in the album i really? I, I it was honestly one of yeah probably one of my tops and mostly I because of the saxophone solo i mean there's there's nothing lyrically to get you excited about this it. might be the one that we were saying would have been a good song without da- like no singing perfect matthews's band yeah yeah band saban band saban saban the chicka chicka funk like is like laughable but i do think it resolves into like a really satisfying chorus um, what's mm-hmm. that satisfying chorus, Mike Don? What is it? What does it sound like? What are the lyrics? Yeah, go ahead. Tell me how it sounds. If it resounded, you know, with it, it was so resonant with you. Right. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought. <laughs> I'll jump in and say that there's a grammar issue. There's a deep day of grammar issue. Yeah. Erica said it's like that that kid who like figured out. Like learned about commas and just went wild. Every like comma, 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 yeah, comma. That Oxford There's something comma. like that with Dave. To midnight, love you. Yeah, I think it's like. It, is that like to to midnight, love you? Like what is that? <laughs> to like or to love you huh. in a midnight sort of way. What? Maybe roll on and run the red lights. It's just the space kidding, between the being space. able to say something and saying nothing. I can't really remember. Well, that's just where, that is the space where Dave Matthews inhabits. He's right between saying something and nothing. It's never really something. Yeah, except he's definitely and saying it's something. unfortunately not nothing because he <laughs> takes up time and space with his fucking dumb nonsense. Yeah. Yes. Look, dude, I'm not caping for Dave Matthews, all right? I'm just saying. Quit loving him. I, I, <laughs> the, the hook on this song, better than the hook on the first four songs. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Let's move on. Let's fucking move on. We need to move on. I think that one of the... I know, we're not <laughs> moving on. Stop. We're staying right here, baby. It's been an hour and a half. I know, I know, but I want to agree with Mike, though, that like there is musicality to some of these things. Yeah. That is that is. Yeah, we engaging. all agree there's to that. There's we interesting chord changes that. happening. There's like cool yeah. little... Uh, so wrong to leads agree? and counter melodies happening, and it's just all ruined by Dave Matthews doing ruined. his thing. Yeah, and also by yeah, a lack of vision and a lack of like emotional weight. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like yeah. there are individual musicians that yeah. do individually good things every once in a while. Yeah, right. for sure. But crucially, you do have to recognize he did write all these songs. Him and what his face, Glenn something. Yeah, he had help with the lyrics. Yeah, and all of the parts. That's part- what you're saying. <laughs> no. Well, what I'm saying is, is, is if he if he stayed in the band but just ceded vocal duties to someone who didn't sound like a goose. Like, <laughs> like a drunk, horny goose. Uh, he's so horny. We might have something. We might he's have something. soaked in Bud Light. Unfortunately, we, what we have. Like, I, would go, I would go see, I could see like Peter Gabriel oh with God. Dave Matthews Band as the backing band. Oh, okay. I see. I, do we like, does the pod not like Peter? I love no, Peter. Do. I love Peter. We do. That's oh, okay. what I'm saying. Like that would be way better. Can I tell you? I've been hiding over here, thinking maybe you guys <laughs> didn't like Peter. I love Peter. We love Peter. Me too. All anyway. right, Mel. Listen, what we're enemy. <laughs> Get back to Dave. What we're here to we're talk about to is not that, but is in fact Dave Matthews, and we have to move on to the next Four song, which hour is pod. <laughs> if I if I if I had it all, gosh, wouldn't imagine that just be... this? If imagine. I had it all, I know it's hard. To stretch your mind. <laughs> okay, guys, picture oh. this. I, this time I'm rich. Everything. 
God help us. Oh, so <laughs> we, we've reached the middle portion of the album in which nothing interesting happens. <laughs> Wait, did the Whoa. beginning of the album have things that were interesting? Oh my God. Super yes, I've been take. saying interesting <laughs> ha- things to happen in the instrumentals. The vocals ruin it. These next few songs, nothing interesting happens Yo, whatsoever. Yo, I think you're A, right? And B, so wrong, because something does happen. <laughs> okay. Things start to get dark, ideologically. L- lay it on me. That's where I come in. <laughs> Not so much yet, but in the coming songs. Not yeah. yet. This is great, really great build up. Th- this this song is really just Dave being really confused about his a who he is king. First of all, so right? He's, he's he does have has, it. All. Totally has it backwards. And second of all, he doesn't make any point at all in this in these lyrics. He's no. I mean, he makes very important points. He Such says, as which he says, "If I were giant size on top <laughs> of oh, it yeah, all, that's true. tell me what in the world would I sing for if I had it." So he's saying, like, if he were to have everything. Having it all means being giant size. Being a big, big, being friend, a big, boy. A big friendly Dave. <laughs> so, let's, so let's say. I'm a big old boy, Davey, <laughs> Davey Giant Man. So let's say first he gets super tall and gigantic. But yeah. then he wonders, what would he sing Why for? would he have to sing now? Well, does, does that imply a... that right now he's just singing to get things? <laughs> Fully, yes. right? Of course. That's the only reason that Dave is singing. Dude, he is. And with his 100 million concert tickets, when will it be enough, Dave? <laughs> it's never no Stop. and that's why there's no tension in this in this <laughs> album or in the song that's why there's no stakes to anything yes. like why are no, you singing there's no fear there's no struggle it's just rambling stumbly warbly squawkings about loving people and things and being nostalgic for some vague sketchbook rendering of the past like not even I don't even know dude like and all the tension if there's any tension it just comes from the musical arrangement which right. they're doing the best that they can but like like are the they doing the best doing, they ever did? I would say no. <laughs> they could probably. They've do done much better. better. Yeah, they've definitely yeah. done better. Uh, I was just excited to make a Godsmack Leroy. reference again. We haven't made any Godsmack references the whole season. Well, here we are. <laughs> we did it. This is, this is one I, where mm-hmm. this ahead, is one where sorry. I can see um, where the Dave heads are coming from. Uh, where are they? It, what are they saying? Where they, where they were saying that this album, um, well, you know, the the reasons that they dislike this album is that post the ones the reasons that we dislike this album. They dislike this album because uh, there's not enough of the the backing band doing their thing, uh, and there's there's it's it's like simple four chord pop rock songwriting. Um, yeah. And that's what you really get on this song is just like no no dynamics, which for me is a Correct. fucking blessing because I don't want to <laughs> fucking hear twenty minute long like overtures of this fucking nonsense. Yeah, but yeah. length aside, it's, it's still Lang- like I agree. Length aside, it's boring. Yeah, very boring song. It feels like a like a like a ten minute song. The, when he says really happens. when he says a when I if if only I were giant sized and b when I could if I could figure this whole damn puzzle out, <laughs> it's so <laughs> like as a listener you can't help but like be like oh hmm, that was a weird thing to say <laughs> like it's so odd it's such an odd way of putting it yeah. he lets you down at the end of each stanza yeah right mm-hmm. yeah that's what this he's the best at puzzle out that's the only thing that's consistent about this fucking. Uh, <laughs> Wow, we're giant sized. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> the next time I, I, it turns out he says giant each time, but when I listened to it, I the second time he said, if I were child sized. <laughs> and I was like, that's even weirder. <laughs> I'm big, I'm tiny. He does have a gigantic head, it seems Maybe like. Maybe that's yeah. what he wants is to He does have like a very large, up. kind of like just soft head. <laughs> um, I gotta give him props. It's so soft. I gotta give him props for. 
starting to go bald for like three decades at this right, point. Yeah. Right, like he right. still has not gone fully bald. That's what I'm hoping for. But he, yeah, he's just he's. I'm he's, keeping my fingers crossed for the same fate right here. Because <laughs> he's his hairline was receded when they got famous in the mid '90s. Right, and it's just kind of stayed that way. It's just been receding so slowly. Yeah. It's erosion. It's, it's erosion. It's climate change. It's not receding. It's eroding. <laughs> <laughs> Over time. Um, I will say this is. Oh, Dave. I, I, this isn't really the right segue, but I'll just say that like one one thing I will kind of give to Dave Matthews specifically is that he does seem to be politically, you know on the right side of things without actually sacrificing oh. anything or doing anything that hard but he did cool. do a uh, he did do a Bernie Sanders fundraiser like he's uh, Listen, that's cool. he's a supporter of Bernie Sanders and he was you know a big supporter of Obama and um, nice. does a lot of climate change like activism and like fundraising and so he doesn't only say wicked words <laughs> Sometimes he says nice words. Yeah, um, I don't think he. Again, he's not a. He's not a piece of shit. Let's uh, let's, let's move. move the fuck on. This is uh, this, this is, is um, what you are by Dave Matthews Band. Oh, Dave Matthews now. and his band. I hate. I really didn't like this one. It's a, ter- yeah. a terrible song. Really bad. It's terrible. Bad. Really, just pretensions of being deep and not at all. Another one where nothing interesting happens in the song. Nothing. But it's all these like he, like buildups to nowhere. Yeah. You know, like the whole intro of this song is so fucked. Like I didn't even play it. I kind of want to go back and play it just because it's like. <laughs> oh, it's like, really. Like, he's just like whispering fake yeah. words and like groaning. Like it sounds like he's like Wilfred Brimley getting up in the morning. Like he's like <laughs> trying to like see if he can still like ejaculate. Like I. <gasps> oh, no. And it's yeah. in like this is the first time they make use of the stereo, you know, the two channels. Right. Yeah. Everything and else is is mono. Well, <laughs> and they're this doing... one comes into two sides. Yeah, so that they can have so you like can the hear bright... ejaculate. <laughs> yeah. So you can hear Dave ejaculate. Oh. Right. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh. No, it's <laughs> sorry. we're fucked. Like it. It's like apparently, according to the genius annotations, this song is about how even Dave Matthews is fallible. Did you guys? Know that? No way. Not Dave. Yeah, I was going to say, I did like that he admits that he's not wise. Right Mm. in the the beginning. He also... But, like, I mean, come on. You weren't fooling me there, Dave. There are (laughs) lyrics that... Okay, I'm not, like, 100% positive that these are the correct lyrics, but I think they are. Let's hear Which is, don't you know when you live life, then you become what you are? It's absolutely true. Where's the line? Man... (laughs) No, that is. Wait, I never, says, I never knew that. No, I never knew that. When you become life, wait, sorry. When you give life, then you become what you are. Oh, when you give life. Also, oh, is he talking about being a parent? 
when he says realize, Maybe. realize. Good guess. Who the fuck knows? Is he saying real eyes, realize? I don't care. I mean, in the in the lyrics that I printed out, he's just saying the word realize twice. <laughs> but they also say later on that what you are is a best in a lover's arm, which we all know is beast. So these lyrics might be wrong. Mm, mm. Yeah, we all know. Because you're a, you're not a best in a lover's arms. You're a, you're a beast. In a yeah. Lover, in a what are arms. you? Is that a According thing? According to Dave, he says it so clearly on the track. You're yeah. a beast in a lover's arms. This is like the... You're like, the worst part of a kiss. <laughs> like, <laughs> the way that... Why? Well, he's talking about a woman, right? I mean... Ooh, you now know. you're talking... That's what I think it is, yeah. Mm. When the song started out, I wrote about? down, um, is this Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Because it started just with... Oh, my God. This is a really string-heavy song <laughs> with the like lead guitar shit going on. And the bright violin notes. Yeah, um, it sucks though, and no- yeah. nothing nothing's fun is happening in the music. And then like I feel like he leans on the wild vocal gesticulations like even harder on these bland songs. Yeah, gesticulation is a correct word because it just looks like he's like <laughs> flailing at like a train station. Yeah. like he just. I'm it, imagining his vocal cords just making like monkey arms. Yeah, just going crazy. It's not effective. I always think about Dave in a giant. He's naked and he's in a giant like bouncy chair <laughs> for like a baby. <laughs> for like a baby. For like a baby. Big like a baby. Put me in, put me in a bouncy chair. <laughs> Bounce up, down, all around. I'm a baby. I'm a baby, baby. Put me hey. in a bib. Put me in a bib. <laughs> Give me a banker. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go we gotta move on. The next one is called. Uh, this oh, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It is Angel. Like a child for somebody's candy, Dave Matthews. This is for somebody in the bouncy chair. (laughs) This is where the problems begin. I'm telling you, this is is the beginning of the end right here. This is bad. This is the worst song in the album. Begging like a child for your candy. This is if you have synesthesia, this song is beige. (laughs) (laughs) And it tastes like sandpaper. (laughs) It tastes like uh, it's it's it tastes like. uh, not even sandpaper. That has a flavor, you know? Like I don't know. This it is... just hurts. <laughs> it's no, it to- tastes it's... like cocoa. cocoa it's the tofu. Coconut cocoa water. butter. Coconut water. Coconut water is better than this. It tastes like the, yeah. I hate coconut really? water. I, it's like a... I like it, I go, I'm going to say. All right, listen. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, the le- the the music uh, sounds like first cut is the deepest. Like it's just like mm, yeah. first cut is the deepest. It's vanilla adult contemporary like music. Like it is. Yeah. It is the. You're aching for a Cheryl Crow at this point. Yeah. You're like, where is Cheryl Crow? Like, give me emotion. Give me I, yeah. something. I feel like a more boring person now, having listened to this. Like it has affected my being. Um, Why do I beg like a child for your candy? Why do I run after you like I do? I love you. 
Whatever you are, I swear, you'll be my angel. Yeah, he's demanding that you'll be his angel. <laughs> you have no choice. It's not a question. It's a, it's a it's, tell. It's You're going to be my angel. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. You'll Whatever you are, I swear you'll be my angel. Dude, anyone who had a Dave Matthews Band quote under their yearbook photo in 2008 is now, like, absolutely divorced, like, 40 pounds heavier and has a casual coke habit. Like, <laughs> I can picture them. No, Listen. I feel like that's too interesting. Like, they're just, like, married with two and wow. a half kids. Oh, no. And wow. just eating, you know... Boiled the- cauliflower. Oh no! And <laughs> unseasoned ch- uh, baked chicken. Oh no! Every day and uh, every day. Every day. <laughs> Boil the water. They, they live in uh, Marshfield, <laughs> Sudbury. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Yep. 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 And every time the song comes on, they just are as happy as the day they heard it. Yeah, for the first that's the time. highlight of their week. <gasps> Twice Ooh. baked chicken, just Ooh, so it's like <laughs> extra dry. Mm. <laughs> just so it like yeah, cook it a little longer, a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> they wish they had a coke habit. You know, I that's, know. that's a little right. that's too that's a little too far for me. Yeah, they to, have an emergency I'll stick to this, habit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're addicted to V eight. <laughs> Shall we? Let's move, move on? on to the next one because this go. song was bad. Um, Okay, the next one is called Fool to Think. Yeah, I wrote the same thing. Sounds yeah. like message nice. model. And then again with the strong Peter Gabriel energy yes, on the chorus. Exactly. Yep. Um and likewise, I gotta say my second favorite song in the album. Yeah, because okay. it kind of almost sounds like Another several song other like. songs yeah. that are, are good, yeah. but yeah, like it, this right. <laughs> really doesn't. It's approaching someone mm-hmm. else's good music. Okay, it's so. still another bored dad having sex song. Yeah. Oh God. No, look, yeah, yeah. look. I, yes, I guess, and I, ugh. I guess the thing with this is that I'm I'm just not getting that overwhelming overwhelming feeling of like actually wanting to make it stop. Right. Um, that I get with a lot of stuff on the show, like it's corny and it's uninteresting and the vocals are silly, but it's not. Again, it's not making me mad or bearing down on me. It's surprisingly easy to deal with. I neither enjoy it nor loathe it. Mm. I understand. That. I understand that too because aesthetically, as a song, yeah, I I also found this one inoffensive. The lyrics are fucked up though. What are? Yeah, give yeah. us a nice little. Taste. So the lyrics are the the song is called "Fool to Think" and he keeps asking, "Was I a fool to think?" over and over again, and it. It, he's is he saying was I a fool to think about all the possibilities of our relationship? It, he's saying was I a fool to think about all these fantasies of being with you based on the fact that you just looked at me a certain way, right? You treat me recklessly. All you do is toss me pennies, but the silence in me is screaming. Won't you come and get me? Was I a fool to think the way you looked at me? I swear you did, but you looked away too quick. Was I a fool? Was I a fool to think that you would take me home as if I was yours? Was I a fool to think at all? Was I a fool to think that the way you looked at me, I swear you did, but you looked away too quick. Was I a fool? Was I a fool to think that you would take me home as if I was yours? Was I a fool to think at all? You make a mess of me here, but I dance a thousand steps for you. If you say yes 
to me. I'll be whatever gets you through. You make a mess of me here. Was I a fool? Was I a fool to think? And Those on are and actually goes. kind of not terrible lyrics, to be honest. Ah, I didn't, I didn't like this sort of idea of the per. And, and the next two songs have a similar flavor of. I'm having these horrible feelings because you are not. Yeah. You're not doing what you should be doing you're making a mess of me you're treating me poorly what you know was was i it's was i a fool to think he wants the answer to be to be no but right. reading, reading through the lyrics the answer is yes you Possibly, were a fool, yeah. you were a fool to think and it's it's the, the song should be called i was a fool to think right not was I, you know i'm not a fool to think why did you do this to me treat me recklessly and squeeze my heart so i did i just had to google it um because i was curious and this is the first album Released by Dave Matthews Band after Dave married his longtime girlfriend, mm. um, Jennifer Harper. So I don't know, like, you know, I guess it makes sense that there's a lot of relationship songs in this album. I don't know that it really makes sense for him to be questioning mm. this sort of shit after they've been married for a year and are about Uh-oh. to have their first child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, maybe it's an older song or something. He maybe resurrected the lyrics. It's not an older song. Uh-oh. It's a song that he wrote in a 10-day span with Glenn What's-His-Face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, if you're working with a pop songwriter, though, they're probably going to have you write a lot of love songs that don't actually, right. you know, mean anything in your real life. You know, they're, they're right. going to steer you right. in a direction where you're right. writing these songs that are supposed to be, be universally relatable. Right. And I think you see that here. Yeah, and universally yeah. relatable, I think, is the like is what they're going for. for that's sure. like totally the DMB brand is brandlessness. It's right. it's it's so generic that it's applicable to everyone, and that and that's like its biggest critique, and also the reason why so many people love it. Yeah, every day the title track of the album is the oh. most essential of that. It's so fun. yeah. I take back Angel being Everyone the worst song. Is I, it's just nothing. I forgot every Super day brilliant. is on this album. Every day, yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Super, yeah, yeah. It's it's meant to be like hyper relatable. It'll tell you how rem- like memorable this album is. Yeah. All right, let's move, let's on move on to sleep to dream her. Yeah, also fucked up. I love that saxophone. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. little um, segue. That part of the song is pretty good. Uh, for the most part, though, super boring. Another one is oh, kind yeah. of boring. Yep. Yeah. The weird lyric is, "I wish I could bend my love. I wish I could bend my love yeah. to hate her. I wish I could be her creator to twist her arms now." Yeah. What the fuck is going on with? That? Hold on. Yeah, what? Is he saying like, "I wish I could be more of a piece of shit to my wife"? Right. Yeah. That's where I went. I, I wish. Like, hmm. I, I wish I had I the wherewithal was... to be more of a piece she, of shit. She and doesn't love me. My wife. She doesn't love me, and what I wish I could do is be her creator. 
I think yeah, it's what? like they're breaking up. You're not God, and she's not a doll with body parts to be yeah. rearranged. Like it's yeah. just another common refrain about women being artful objects of your bland ass khaki fucking affection. You know, I definitely know. This is when I realized that Dave Matthews was Max Simkin from The Cobbler. Okay, do go on about that. You have not actually you you haven't drawn this yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go full hog on this now. I'm okay. So in in The Cobbler, the the crucial thing about Max Simkin is that he's portrayed as a lovable, hapless fella, but he's evil. And as the movie goes on, at a certain point around Act 2, you start to realize that this person, who has been boring and shitty, it's been, been a bad movie the whole time, you realize it's not just that he's a bad movie, he's actually evil, right? You both have seen The Cobbler. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's harrowing. It's um, scary. And he does... He he does evil things. The movie, yeah, that's right. In the film, he has an opportunity, or not an opportunity. He 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 becomes another man, and then he tries to sleep with that man's wife or girlfriend, as while she's under the impression that he's the other man. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, which is horrifying and harrowing. Heather's shown this movie to children, and they see this. <laughs> and when I when I heard the lyric, I wish you know, I know I'll miss her later. I wish I could bend my love to hate her. I wish I could be her creator and twist her arms. Now I had this moment of like, oh wait, it's a little sinister, maybe. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? And he says, I she stares up at the stars when the stars fell from her hair. I bent down to collect them, but then she was gone. So he's got this. It's the same as the last song, where he has this sort of like. She glanced at me a certain way, and she was beautiful in that moment, and that means she loves me, but now she's gone, right? Right. And I came there to find out, and I found out she'd made her mind up, but my, and my arms are all tied up, and to me, she was blind. She's not, she's saying no, right? Right. The space, of she's the space, blind. she's, which means she's blind, right? The space between us where wingless dreams fall ear. more space between. I know, right? The fucking, the self-referential aspect of this album is so cringy and horrifying. Yeah, he says wicked or lies he's just in the out of, songs, I know. Too. Or he's just out of ideas. And puzzles. Puzzles comes up a few times as well. So also, just let's focus on this lyric for a second. Where wingless dreams fall earless. What? It's so bad. The space between us where wingless dreams fall earless. That's the stupidest thing <laughs> Think ever. Think about it. Just d- dig ever. your head into that for a second. No. Okay, will you not bear me witness with your back to me now? So he's <laughs> bummed, right? It seemed so unnerving, still somehow deserving that she could hold my heart so tightly and still not see me here. Oh, I sleep just to dream her. I beg the night just to see her, that my only love should be her, just to lie in her arms. I know I'll miss her later. I wish I could bend my love to hate her. Wish I could be her creator and be the only light in her eyes. Dave Matthews wants to be God and control women. Yeah, dude. Right? It's like, that is the reading, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's it's hard to build like an emotional connection to this bullshit when it's like a Muppet trying to explain how sex works. Ugh. Yeah, well, he's trying to be, he's a Muppet, he's a puppet master is what he's trying to be. <laughs> a Muppet puppet. A, he's a Muppet master. Uh, this was a song where I realized that I could write a Dave Matthews song. Like, it, w- it wouldn't even be hard. Yeah. Like, it's such a cliche of itself. Like, did you do it? Did you write I one? Did. Yes. I did. Oh my god! Yes. Just a verse. Just a little. Your eyes like the moon struck down like a barren room underground. I like to feel <laughs> your breasts there round and round and round and round. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's yeah, it. That's, there you go. <laughs> you got it there, yeah. That's a whole album's worth of content right there. Beautiful. That's all it is. How long did it take you to write that? Th- three seconds. Yeah. Three Not seconds. E- you didn't even need ten whole days. No. <laughs> all right. Let's move the fuck on to no. the next song here, which is no way. similarly inspired. <laughs> called Mother Father? Mother Father. <laughs> Mother Father. Please explain to me. It could be so this world has come to be Precious balance in between Such cruelty and such kindness Please, please, mother, father, please explain to me How this world has come to be Unequaled in her blessings, oh I see Unbridled hatred so extreme so now we get a little Latin mm, flair with the castanets. Yeah. Yeah. The, you <laughs> know. Crucially, Carlos Santana handling lead guitar on this song, too. Oh, okay. And yep. handling it so well. <laughs> handling it in exactly the way you would expect Carlos Santana to handle it, which is like very <laughs> obtrusively. Yeah. Yeah, blasting. Right. While Dave is singing full volume, both in the center of the soundstage, bugging right in the middle. Yeah. Right. So loud. There is a pretty sick bridge on this song. Absolutely. But overall, again... Land. I fear. I, I. I. fear. I theorize that Dave Matthews' worldview is very like simplistic and confused. Oh yeah. And this song is Dave Matthews asking someone to explain to him what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the perspective of somebody who's never had to struggle, so yeah. they don't like understand how the world works. Yeah. But then they want to be like it's, sanctimonious about yeah. like, figuring out the answers. Like yeah. these are the lyrics. Mother, father, do you know I want man's belly overflows? Alone? That sleeps in hunger's bed. Oh, we trade our world for a piece of bread. Oh, like the, psh, mother, father, please explain to me how this rare world's come to be—a place so full of color and yet overflowing, always in black and white, drowning uh-huh. in the waters of our. And it just ends there. There's no end to the sentence. Yeah. There's a bunch of no ends to the sentences. This is the this closest song. Dave Matthews from Apartheid South Africa oh, can manage God, to come yeah. up with uh, for an anti-racist anthem. Well, like, the, re- the thing is that, Dave, there are reasons. Uh, yeah, Mother Father, it's like, ca- it's called Google. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, let's look into it. We can explain to you. Should and we start our own search engine called MotherFather.com? <laughs> MotherFather.com. <laughs> Capital M. Yeah, I mean, we know what's best. We have the answers. I I totally agree. Him like being like, no one can figure it out. It's a crazy (laughs) world that we live in. It's like, dude, come on. The rest of us have definitely figured it out. Yeah, and you should also try, my guy. Right. Come on. I guess he's he's trying, though, right? No, no. No. He's asking his mommy and his daddy to explain it to him. Mommy, daddy, please tell me why people are poor and I'm really rich. I don't really want to know if if it's inconvenient. I don't really want to know, but I feel it. (laughs) I don't want to know. It's me saying I want I want what he thinks is that no one could ever know. Right. Um, right. It's just why get it's come beyond on? conception. It's beyond me. Yeah. The reason is you, Dave. You're the problem. Musically Look in the mirror, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea of the metaphor of sleeping in hunger's bed. Right? Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's like what isn't that a really weird way of saying like poor? Right. right. Sleeping in hunger's bed. <laughs> Many are rich, but others sleep in hunger's bed. 
That's how it works. That's how poverty what? works, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd hate to sleep in hunger's bed tonight. <laughs> Does that mean I'm hungry? Don't want to wake up on the wrong side of that bed. I, yeah, at least I have a bed to sleep in, Dave. A, hung, a hunger bed. The hunger beds. Ah, <laughs> uh, the hunger beds. God. <laughs> yeah, he's really like, he's like, how can there be bad? Yeah, I don't know. This is just, a, this song really annoyed me. Yeah. With, with him, like, it, it would remind me of that John Mayer song where it's like about how the world is has a lot of problems. Waiting, waiting yeah, on the world yeah. to change. That was yeah. a, like that has is the same feeling of like what the fuck you are. Or like Black Eyed Peas, where is the love? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same like, kind of very disingenuous. Yeah. I've noticed things are bad. <laughs> Why is it that way? <laughs> Wish I could do something, but I can't. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's uh, if only. <laughs> It's Mar- <laughs> it's Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On," but it's a question, not a statement. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. What is going on? Can someone please tell me a way? Tell me help? mother, father. Go ask your mother, father. <laughs> They'll help. God. You don't have the answers, Dave. He doesn't yeah. have the wisdom that people think he has. <laughs> that was yeah, another, right. Yeah, that was another lyric from right. a previous. That song. was his humility anthem. <laughs> people think I've got I'm not wisdom. A god. <laughs> I'm, I'm a demigod. <laughs> I'm just a demigod. I'm just regular guy. I don't know anything about shit. All right, guys. Guess right. what song it is? <laughs> it's the last song. Let's hear it. Let's he's, go. He's evil. Don't be. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Run from Dave. That's a good one. <laughs> Fuck, wait. Ending on a high note. No, 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 no. This is some Jack Johnson bullshit. Yo, what, you don't need love this every day? This is such a manufactured single. Jack Johnson jazz hands. Yes. <laughs> like, before I listened to the rest of this album, I would not have thought that Dave Matthews Band would be above this kind of pandering, like, sticky sweet shit. But, like, after listening to the songs preceding it, like, as bad as they were, this is, it's such, like, a, a different level of badness. Like, I I actually did, coming through this, I was like, oh, well, they're going to do this song now? Like, you would think they would be above this with something like, like, you, this makes Mother Fathers seem legitimately like what's going on. You know, this is this is such fucking pap, such pablum. See, it's I, fucking trash. I totally agree with, like, I'm having a different reaction to the same thing. We agree with about what it is, but my reaction is that I think this is the the best song because Dave is just staying right where he should stay. Ugh. It's pablum and it doesn't pretend to be anything else. Right. Whereas Mother Father's pretending to be something else. Yeah. And it, it, and, it, and it isn't, so it just confuses me and irritates me. Whereas this, I'm like, all right, he, it's up, it's down, it's up left, and it's right, it's and love. Inside out yeah, right, yeah. good love fight for <laughs> yeah. every day. Jump in the mud, mud. <laughs> Get your head's filthy love. <laughs> Did you just say good love fight? 
for every day? Yeah, good love fight. Good love fight. This um, music video, it was Judah Friedlander going around hugging people. It was like... It was filmed Who's on like Judah a Judah Friedlander? Uh, he played the guy. He played Frank on uh, 30 Rock. He's that guy. He always He's wears- that guy. Is that Boyd Tinsley's brother? <laughs> he wears big black glasses and oh. like always wears a trucker hat with something cheeky written on it. You don't yeah. want- this, this guy here. He, it's fine. Yeah, whip, it doesn't matter. Whip him out. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that guy. That yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the first time. Boyd. I, this is the first time I remember seeing Judah Friedlander. Like I feel like the everyday music video like made his career. It's yeah. just a. What can you fucking say about this song at all? Dude, I don't know. Up, down, left, right. Love is dope. Every day. Come on. I can say it's <laughs> the worst song on the album, and I hate it. And it's. You've it's, said that six times, <laughs> my done. It's the no. sixth. It's either you this. Tie for it's, first it's either this one or Angel. Uh, yeah. Those are the two that I identified as, as but I, I do think this is worse than Angel. I was wrong because this is like offensively unoffensive. And yeah. it's the fucking hit too. And that's, I think, Title the biggest argument. and the most popular You know one. what it sounds like? It sounds like fucking Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. Yes, it yeah. does. Send Me On My Way. Yep. Yep. It's the worst song. It's the worst song in human history. Send Me On My Way. This is really devolving, I gotta say. <laughs> I think it's... The fucking pod. <laughs> I think it's time for us to fucking wrap Let's this vote. shit up. Let's Jesus get, Christ. All right, it's time. So, as you know, as our ultimate stoppy, Brian, you uh, get to go first in rating this album on a scale of zero to negative five uh, of something because we only review terrible albums on this show. So you get to choose the quantifier, the unit of measurement, uh... Start us off, uh, Brian. The quantifier, UMass, <laughs> frat brother. Hazing rituals. Hazing rituals. <laughs> At the Dave show. Uh, yes. It's the hazing ritual that occurs, like, they have to wait till Dave comes to town so they can haze the f- incoming freshmen. I'm sure they weren't waiting, but it... It, it has to happen during... <laughs> every day, waiting, they... waiting on Dave to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice John Mayer. I don't know. I guess I'll give it negative, like, fuck. It's, this is a hard one. I'll say that this, because of Dave's goose voice, it's funny. This is a funny album. The first three or four songs are really funny just because of Dave's goose voice. And then it gets really fucking boring and stupid. I'll say <laughs> negative two. UMass, drunken UMass frat bros participating in a yearly hazing ritual at the Dave Matthews concert. I'm going to go right along with you. Yes. Because unfortunately for me and for all of us, like I wanted it to be so bad it was funny, but a lot of times it was just so bad it like sunk into the abyss. Yeah. Um and and I with it. Although I had a really fun time on the show today as usual. Same. I mean, I I did I did find some joy. But it, it, the like musical is tech. The music is technically proficient. The backing tracks and whatever. I just I'm and also I just feel blessed that I didn't have to listen to the 20 minute version of any of these songs. You know what I mean? Like the fact that this is that's what he does regularly is is shocking and offensive to me <laughs> on so many levels. So I think negative two um, intricate and homoerotic uh, <laughs> hazing rituals at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Mullen Center Dave. Sigma show. Pi or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mullen Center Dave show uh, is appropriate because uh, the worst thing about this band is Dave Matthews. Um, but like, 
And yeah, he is actually really bad. Maybe I'm giving it. I'm giving it a negative two point five. Okay. Because we do listen to way worse, but also like I this shouldn't exist. And it more than anything, it shouldn't be this popular. It really is offensive that this is this popular, when I know so many good artists and so many people that deserve a platform. And that this fucking yeah middle of the road fucking complete and total Vegemite bullshit is is apparently what's you know supposed to pass for rock music well i gotta say i'm a little bit wow. surprised by you guys's ratings um i thought i was going to be the most charitable to this album uh based on what we've been saying so far but i can't bring myself to give this a nicer rating than a negative 2.5 uh hazing rituals for me it's i think that's the the as charitable as i guess i can possibly be to dave matthews band um I, I, I did find things I liked about this album, um, you know, moments, uh, instrumental passages that were kind of interesting, but the the voice and the, the vocal inflections just really grate on me to such an extent that it, it does, it, it really, it ruins any anything nice you can find about it. Um, it, it is really tough for me to listen to Dave Matthews sing. It's just one of the least pleasant things that a person can do. It's true. Um, so, you know, not the worst album I've ever heard, but definitely, you know, it's a, it's a negative 2.5. It's right there in the middle. All right. There you go. There You've heard it here. That's one of the better uh, ratings we've given uh, albums on the show before. It's true, yeah. Listen. Again, uh, I'm, sho- I'm shocked, but <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, that's As true. A hundred million concert goers can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We want to thank you, our dear friend, Brian Melanson, for coming on and being part of the show yeah, today. thanks. This is a, a wonderful tradition. Uh, we'll continue to have you back eternally because you're so fucking yeah. funny and you just make me pee myself laughing and um, I need to feel some sort of emotion <laughs> after... And it's pee. Yeah, and it's pee. <laughs> <laughs> the emotion is pee. Um, Even if it's pee. Yeah. Do you want to do a quick plug of, for the Comcast? Well, the Comcast, you can subscribe to it on uh, <laughs> iTunes and Spotify. And what it happens will, is this. Every now and then you'll get a nice little episode. And what you'll learn about is either The Cobbler or another movie that's just like it. Including like Mr. McGorry's um, Wonder Emporium. Well, we still have it. We got we got um, we almost got through a full season. So a season's typically four episodes, which can range from a half an hour to an hour and a half, but they're usually about an hour. Um, and we got through two hours of Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium, and then for some reason didn't finish. I think you it was up. too boring, but we tried. <laughs> and then we also did um, a really incredible movie called The Book of Henry, which is really incredible and worth listening to us talk about for f- like a quick, f- super fast four hours. And <laughs> then we did... I don't remember. What else we did? Christopher Robin. Robin. But we haven't finished it yet because we also got so bored, so we stopped. <laughs> um, and there's another one, too, that I forget. We have to end this show. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen to the Cobcast, Support them. Like, rate, and subscribe. And we want to thank you, Brian, for being on the show today. We want to thank you, our, thank our you. wonderful, uh, loyal stoppies. Thank you for supporting us and for enabling us to continue thank you, um, to participate in this experiment. You can find us at www.makeitstoppodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Make 
make it stop cast send us an email at make it stop podcast at gmail.com let us know if dave matthews band skibbity bebop scat poetry uh spoke to you in some way as a teenager and we will read it aloud. read it aloud for everybody's amusement. so please do uh let us know uh we'd love to hear from you <laughs> if you like what you listen to if you like the show give us a little rating share us with your friends you know do do what you can to keep independent podcasts alive uh thank you to pantheon podcast for uh having us be part of the network and supporting us and uh we will see you next time with finally a classic a classic terrible album um, according to uh, you know the powers that be we are going to review it the Pat Boone metal cover album in a metal mood and we will be having our friends Jenny and Mike from the old school game show on as our guests for that so that should be super super fun that's going to be very fun it's going to be a great time Uh, and until next time Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. He's Lucas Hare. He's Carrie Shale. And this is a trailer for Is It Rolling Bob? Talking Dylan. We talk to interesting people like author Neil Gaiman. Dylan is always more omnipresent than you believe. Part three of American Gods is called This Moment of the Storm. And of course, it's a hard rain's gonna fall is, is another way of saying that. Singer Billy Bragg. I went to this Hammersmith Odeon with Chrissy Hind and she totally spoiled the whole evening for me by going backstage beforehand and coming and saying to me, you must come back and say hello to Bob afterwards. He'd love to meet you. So I spent the entire gig thinking to myself, what am I going to say to Bob Dylan that, is, that doesn't sound like, hello, Bob, I really like your records. So I ran away. At the Actor David Morrissey. Their stories, they are all, you know, you sit there and you think, God, this is taking me on a journey, not just by uh, each track, but each album is mm. such a chapter in a life. Singer Barb Younger. And suddenly something in the song, you go, bing, you go, oh, yeah, that's today. That's the reality of the quality of his understanding of humanity, that kind of, that really relentless gaze. The legendary Larry Ratso Sloman. And that's when I talked to him about Sad Eyed Lady. And I said, you know, Bob, I always wondered, you know, in the chorus you say, my warehouse eyes, my Arabian drums. Do you mean eyes as a verb? Or is there a comma there's in two different images? And Sarah goes, yeah, I've always wondered that too. And Bob, and Bob says, leave me alone, rest. Writer David Hepworth. Honestly, sweat was dripping off me because I was not getting very far. And you always think, I've got to get some quotes. I've got to get some lines or something. And you, of course, you can't get that out of Bob Dylan. It doesn't work like that. Mm. And the woman from the record company said to him, how's it going, Bob? And he says, I don't know. He keeps asking me questions. <laughs> and Dylan Authority, Michael Gray. What he's doing there, Dylan, is he's, he's breaking through the sort of oleaginous smear of coast-to-coast important American television. And he's creating, he's busting through that and creating a live event, an authentic moment. Is it rolling, Bob? Talking Dylan. His voice is really warm. It's just that it ain't got no form. But it's just like a dead man's last pistol shot, baby.
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.